<laughs> okay, so interview number one. It's my friend Dane Mialu, who is a creative uh, in the world of video production. So, what got you into the world of video production? Why did you get into that kind of world? So, it's actually quite a humorous story. <clears throat> okay. In high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, like I think a lot of kids at that age. Yeah. And, and some um, people up until they're 25, 30. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I got got into college and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know what can I swear. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know what I want to do. Dad, you know, my dad's on my back, all that kind of stuff. You, I'm, I'm sure you know what it's like. Well, because I, I don't want to talk to you about that as well, but keep going. Yeah. And, um, so it was year, the, at year 12, I was like, what am I going to do? Um, I think I had a choice between one subject and another one, and all my other, all my mates were in media studies, right? At Hobart Which school? College. Hobart College, Hobart yeah. College yeah. So did they, like, did they push a lot of the media sort of creative stuff? Yeah, but at that stage, I didn't really know that I wanted to do that. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I, right. I thought I was going to be an electrician or something like that. Yeah. Um, maybe graphic designer. That's what I really enjoyed. Right. And um, all my mates were in this media class, and I wasn't. And I was like, oh, I just want to be with my mates. Yeah. So I pushed and I managed to get into those, into that class. And um, I was really good at it. And the teachers recognized this. And back then, like the next stage after college in media was to go to Rosny College because right. they had certificates two and three and four in, um, in media studies. I can't remember now. It's been over 20 years. So, yeah. Yeah. The reason I got into it is basically I just wanted to hang out with my mates, you know, and just be with my mates. And you f- and your teachers found that you were you pushing out some good stuff. And they're like, yeah. You've actually got a knack at this. Yeah. But you actually had a... You wanted to do creative design? I wanted to do design? graphic design. And I, but was, I always did graphic design through high school. Right. Only because I, I liked it. Yeah. So you've always had a, a creative output yeah. of some sort yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if you did anything you could put your heart your mind to it you could do pretty good at it I suppose but like I still use graphic design today in my in my video stuff yeah, yeah. so it all kind of links it and, all ties in yeah yeah that's one question I wanted to ask you about um, but before I get to that so myself growing up in a family restaurant this is what we expect of you this is what you're going to do what do you mean you're going to be a photographer what's that piece of art on the wall how are you going to make money from that bloody yeah. ticket yeah, yeah, did yeah. you find that t- same thing was your dad and family like no, come and do this. This is going to get you work. This is going to get you stability. Mm, not really. No. That it, was co- it was kind of strange because my dad was adamant he didn't want me to be an electrician. Right. Because he was an electrician, right? Cool. But he just wanted me to do something. I was at that stage where was, it was like, just do something, please. Yeah. And um, I was working at the fruit market. Yeah. And Don't waste your life doing that. Yeah. Go and find something. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after after I went, repeated, well, I didn't repeat. I did year thirteen and fourteen at Rosny, right? Yeah. Um, doing their media course there with Graham Gates, which was awesome. Um, I wasn't the best student. I was always wagging. Yeah. Um, if I had to edit, I'd edit at home, which looks bad on on paper. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I was like, "Can I come back for a third year to my teacher, Graham?" And he was like, "No, nah, I don't want you here." Basically, oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> And you, and you realise now that that was actually good. Um, it was good. Because it was like, go start your own thing. That's yeah. what he said to me. But back then I was like 20 years old. And um, I had no idea. Yeah, I, what does that mean? Like, 
how do I even, where do I begin? Yeah. Um, and then I basically, yeah, I was jobless, I think, for six months after high school. Yeah. After college, rather. And... Um, at what age? Like I was 20? about 20, yeah. yeah. So I was doing a little bit of electrical work with my father, doing a little bit of work at the restaurant um, in Sandy Bay there, uh, making pizzas, delivering. Yeah. And um, I just, I think one day I just had to, I, I always had this number, and it was to the guy that does the, did the rosters at the ABC. And um, I just called him up one day and said, look, I didn't even know how to, how to ask like, what do I ask? Oh, can I have a job? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? <laughs> he just said... Put me on the yeah. <laughs> He just said, look, come in, just see what it's all about, and maybe you can kind of learn on your own time, and that's what I did. Every Wednesday, I went to the ABC, learned how to use their edit systems back then. Which no was, shit. Which was Avid's, yeah. And um, That's a nice, cushy way in. Like, yeah, yeah. To yeah. just get it, absorb it all happening mm. around you, and then... Mm start working with them yeah how did you get the guy's number how did you get connection to well it was <clears throat> because graham gates <clears throat> the guy that taught him in college mm. he's an ex-win guy so there's just it's all kind of it's interconnected yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just industry stuff so yeah. um yeah i think i think maybe he gave me the number i can't remember man it was like 20 years ago you so. were 20 yeah that's that's crazy <clears throat> you said like graphic design it all ties in um, with video and stuff so what I found in photography, um, you need to learn the lens, you need to learn focus, you need to learn aperture, you need to learn um, composition, you need to learn art, you need to learn Photoshop, you need to learn editing, you need to learn marketing, all this sort of stuff. Yep. But with video, it's even more so because you're you're a tech wizard, you're a photographer, you could, you could do photography, no problems. Like you know everything around a camera in terms of lighting and, and aperture and depth of field. Mm composition mm. like see so a photographer and a sound guy as well because yes. videos all sound and like it's insane yeah. you're a programmer in, in terms of software editing in like you were saying um, Premiere Pro is audio as well as visual uh, you're an artist regarding angles and composition and you have to tell a story mm. as well mm. like what the fuck it's insane amount of different hats that you're wearing in a creative field yeah I mean if you break it down like that yeah. even I'm impressed yeah like it really is like it's really impressive and that's one thing I want to get into later on is, is um, the amount of work physical labour that goes into a production of any sort mm-hmm. and when it's on a massive scale like something I think I watched uh, uh, Rodriguez's new film yeah and at the end the credits it says 15,000 people I'm pretty sure it was 15,000 could have been more people were employed for this film mm. um, so there's so much work that goes on definitely um, is there one particular one that you prefer over the other or is it just I love it all or do you like starting out where you like I can't wait to get to a point where I, someone else can do this part mm, it's funny like it kind of ebbs and flows mm. um, at the moment I'm really enjoying shooting I'm really enjoying lighting yep um, creating the, the scene creating the look yeah um, look yeah. Yeah. yeah the aesthetic yeah um, the mood I love yeah. creating that which but is something that probably comes with experience definitely yeah, yeah. and um, and I'm not enjoying the editing as much Anymore. at the moment yeah. but when I first got into it I loved editing um, and then I didn't like shooting as much but it kind of I go through stages yeah, yeah. but um, yeah right yeah yeah mm. yeah okay so 
with your side projects. Mm-hmm. How did you monetize that? How did you get out there and start making money? Sure. So I started the ABC in 2005. Yeah. And um, when I started, like they had, they were making TV. They were actually making TV, not, it wasn't just news. So they're making Gardening Australia, they're doing collectors, they're doing a show called Second Opinion, which, which was a medical based show. They're also doing outside broadcasts like hockey and football every weekend. Oh, right. So there's heaps of shit heaps to of do. Shit going on, yeah. Slowly over the years, as everyone knows, budgets, you know, become less and less. And now the ABC is basically cut down and they don't produce any TV, it's just news and online now. So you were there for the whole transition from yeah. what was standard yeah. for so long into what we know is standard now. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's and cool. so as a creative editor, I was like, I'm not getting anything now. Like news is news. Yeah. News has been news for 40 years. Yeah, nothing like changes. Like the style, yeah. it's, it's just the same. Yeah. And I needed a creative outlet. Interesting. Mm. So I, um, Interesting. Yeah, I bought a Canon 7D in 2011. Yeah, 2011. And I just started mucking around with that. Like I, I didn't really know, understand cameras at all. I did a little bit at work. Yeah. They're broadcast cameras. Yeah. Different, Similar but not. Different beast. Yes. Yeah. And um, just started stuffing around with that. Just like going out the back into the bush and, you know, trying to learn stuff. Actually, there's a clip um, <laughs> yes. on your, your Vimeo. Uh, I think it might be on my personal YouTube. There, um... Oh, that's yeah. That's my personal. Yeah, yeah. There was the the one with the the skateboard, the snap skateboard. That's YouTube, man. That's YouTube. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's really literally cool. me. This is your seven D. Yes. And it's got sixteen thousand views, which <laughs> in in real life that's a shit ton of people watching your video. Like I know now the standard is twenty billion, but like that's huge. See, the key for that though, back in those days, like. I remember, I remember Technicolor Cine Style. I remember that when it came out, it was big. Yeah. Like everyone wanted to download it and install it. So I think that kind of justifies the views. Right, right, right. Yeah. It was a popular product. At like the time. You, you have to understand, man. Like the DSLR craze that was mm. created by I can't remember his name. It was in two thousand and eight when Canon actually bought out video recording for these cameras. Canon were the first to do it. Yeah. Wow. And. Um, and it just went crazy. Yeah. Like everyone wanted a DSLR. They had all these rigs and follow focuses and yeah, it just went mental, man. It was a massive explosion. Oh, That's why I got into it. That's why I bought a camera like that. So we, a lot of the creators of the world have a lot to thank Canon for because they made it accessible for so mm, many people to definitely. get into that time. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. And then so. I think, I think the Mark III was the first, I think, house the show in America was filmed on a 5D Mark III and that was the first oh, wow. high-end production that was actually on TV being filmed by a Canon DSLR. Okay, didn't know that. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was 2011. Yeah. And then, like, and then I thought, oh, I wouldn't mind a microphone, get a microphone. I wouldn't mind a tripod, get a tripod. And then I approached one of my mates who had a pizza show and I said, look, can I just make a short film about just a little advertisement for your business? Yeah. Made it. Someone saw it, they wanted something else, and then it just kind of snowballed. So just totally organically grew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think I one one of the main reasons that I didn't start the production company was I couldn't think of a name. Right. And that stumped me for about 12 months, man. Seriously. Because <laughs> a name's not just a name these no, days. No. You need the dot com. Yeah. You need yeah. the Instagram. True. You need the Facebook. Yeah. If, or anyone's taken of that. You can't do it. Yeah. 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 It's so true. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't want... Creative Grit 69 no. 
you know, you want <laughs> you want it all kind of, you know, yeah, the yeah. same kind of branding and the same name. And it's it's like it's when really you go to a, a graphic designer, they they would design the entire layout of accessories from the business card to the letterhead to mm. the the website mm. look and everything. Yeah, mm. it's all got to go across the board. Yeah. And I think like anyone, like at the start of a year, you get this massive wave of uh, motivation. Like it's, I, I find it's a reset for me. I started, every I, know year? I know it's really cliche. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to start the year off yeah. good. <laughs> I'm like that every yeah. year. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And it was 2014 and I was like, right, I'm going to pick a name. I'm going to sit down, write all these ideas, write names, check if it's all good. And um, yeah, stumbled on Creative Creed. <laughs> yeah. And um, creativegrit.com was actually taken, but .com.au wasn't. I thought, ah, oh, bugger it. I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm, I've been procrastinating over this name for so long. And then once I got my ABN website, it all kind of it just logo went, done. It yeah. all kind of just flowed and, yeah. Because I love the name Creative Grit. Yeah, it's thank really cool. you. Yeah. I find clients don't remember it, though. That's oh, one yeah. thing I don't like about it. I think there's too many syllables. Mm. It's chunky in a way. Mm. Yeah. And they're like, creative what? Yeah. Bit. <laughs> Bit. And it's like, yeah. Uh, it's but I mean, like, if, yeah, I did think of that when I thought, first thought of it. So I much to think about. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought, ah, oh, bugger it. Yeah. Let's go. I like it. I mean, mm. I guess you've got enough of a product there now and a brand that it's more than just a name. Mm. It's, you, you have a, like you said, you have a look and a style now, I think. And I think it kind of explains what it is as well mm. like grit I really like that style of mm. gritty filmmaking as well and I think it kind of shows in my work as well so 100% it's um Promises uh, film clip it was his first one Conscious Thoughts mm. and when I saw that when I first saw that I was like fuck like that that's Hobart but it, it's not Hobart no one's done Hobart like that before <laughs> When I first met Promise, I was like, look, I want to do a clip. I want to do this clip. I don't want it to be a Tassie clip. I don't want to go to the fucking mountain. I don't want to go to the bridge. I don't want to go to a beach. You know, yeah. all that cliche, yeah. cliche yeah. stuff yeah. you see in every Tassie I film think there was, um, Forest. Uh, what was that band? Uh, I'm not going to be able to remember their name. British India. I think yeah. all their film clips are on the top yeah. of the mountain. I mean, there's nothing wrong no, with no, that. No, 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 absolutely. But, but it becomes everyone does. Yeah, it. I mean, I've had people from Melbourne saying, where is that in Melbourne? Yeah. Legit? Yeah. But it does. It has that that style and that's that feel about it. Yeah, it's one thing I don't like about Tassie is we have beautiful nature locations. Yeah. But if you want to get urban, which is kind of I like I like urban stuff. It's really Grist. hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's really kind of hard to find. Yeah. Different urban locations. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it is. Well, our, our our town is fucking tiny. Yeah. You do a block and you're done. Yeah. But in, <laughs> that's right. In um, what's his name? Uh, the last film clip you've done uh, Baz Blaz excuse me oh, you're right. what's his name oh yeah um, Swaz Benjamin thank you so it's not on the day it's, yeah, it's, it's on the right. yeah. you've managed to find more new spaces that have come up and yeah they're, they're gritty but they're so clean as well thank you yeah it's mm. it's it's really cool you definitely have cultivated a, a style your own thing that's what I also wanted to talk about was your it's obviously your your style is coming through is that Dane Mowley or is that Creative Grit and how do you how do you different is there a differentiation or is it all just one mm, and you take a question Grant. yeah because 
I like we talking about credit period, so I'm fucking <laughs> go into it. Yeah. Uh, we pride ourselves. No, not that bit. Um, the rest of your blurb in the about section, it's it's you're aiming your product towards making some coin. Like, if you if I can use that phrase, like, um, yeah, it's it's a you're you're saying we can provide you with a service that is about brand awareness and polishing your what you're offering in a way through video, which to me seems like you're marketing that towards people that have money to be able to produce high end quality, which is obviously what you want to do. Yeah, it's a lengthy way around it, but what I'm trying to get at is, um. It's two questions. One is, are you doing that in that you want to do high-end work? You want to have... Let me get around this. What I found with photography was if you want to get the work you want to do, you do a shit ton of work across the board and you promote the stuff that you like mm. so that that's what people see you doing. Yep. Through Creative Grit, is that what you're pushing out because that's the kind of work you want to do? It makes you money. Um, and then how do you stop that from affecting your creative stuff that you want to push out as well mm. and yeah how do you balance those two creative mm. and corporate in a way it's a very good question mm. I think like for instance when I released that I had heaps of Tassie rappers approach me saying hey can you do this clip do that clip with no money I'm assuming yeah yeah of yeah. course yeah. musicians in Tassie don't have money no no, no offence. <laughs> um, I mean, a couple do, like Swaz had a bit of cash and, you know, and then and then if you do like one for someone uh-huh. um, and then you do another one yeah. and then you've got two yeah. and then you do three and then and then you look price. at your portfolio and it all kind of looks the same. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I mean, with the corporate stuff, a lot of the corporate stuff I don't even put on, online because yeah. I just don't like it. I don't look like the look of it. Yeah. But you're right. I do want to, I have to appeal to everyone. Yeah. I can't just have yeah, my own kind of niche market. I mm. need to appeal to everyone. And I enjoy doing, I do I do enjoy doing corporate. Diversity like, stuff? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it looks good on your CV. Yeah. And you can stand back and go, look, I've done, I can I can do everything. Yeah. And I can do it well. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, but yeah, I certainly do have a style. But as you said before, like I think Creative Grit is me. Definitely. Yeah. I'd certainly have a style. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, my, my aims for the company is to employ someone eventually and he or she will have their own style. Yeah. And that's creative grit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I think we still need to kind of, um, steer things towards a particular style, which Mm. is creative grit. But I mean, everyone's got their own style and everyone Mm. bring different things to the table. Mm. Mm. It's a hard to manage thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So do you prefer... Like this, I can see you're punching some quality stuff out of this. So did, did he come to you or did you come? Did you go to him and say, I've got this idea? How, um, did, how did this... Cause... So the idea was, I can't get an idea for a music clip until I hear the music. Right, yeah. Um, he... Where is that? It was actually Justin. So Where is you, that? So that is actually in Kingston, right? There, that's Kingston. Clermont Hotel. That's fake. I put no! That there. <laughs> no shit! <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't... Because I, I was like, that, where the fuck found is that off the internet. No way. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. As if that's in Hobart. Where is that? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. This looked like a kind of Projects Bronx style. Yeah. I don't know. So that's down Kingston? Yeah. Brilliant, man. <laughs> Near the shitloads there. There's oh shit, shit. yes yeah. it is too this is what I mean like it's not Hobart you've made yeah. it look like it's it's somewhere in the burbs of America yeah yeah 
But that is that comes back to the style. It's the editing. It's the mood. It's the the color grading. It's <laughs> so cool, man. Thanks, but that's man. what I mean. So something like this, you can tell you he's you've tapped into your creative drive here mm. and just fucking unleashed because mm. every almost every bit and even with um, uh, what was it the dumb Spiro Spiro yep was that a I'm just going to segue out of this but mm. was that a passion creative venture a passion project yeah. passion project yeah yeah so um, Jack Dyson who has cystic fibrosis yeah I, I just saw his posts pop up on Facebook. I yeah. was like, oh, I don't actually know much about cystic fibrosis. So I just approached him and said, look, can we make a film together? Yeah. And um, yeah, the rest is history pretty much. Yeah, so, so from his his little bits of life that are coming out, you're like, I want to know more about that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to divulge into it. Yeah. And plus I was doing heaps of corporates at, this, at that stage. I was just getting drained. I needed something more creative to work on. And that's where passion... You should have passion projects. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Even if they cost you money. Yeah. Like... That's something that drives you yeah. in your core. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a passion project. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, what a passion project too, man. Like, um, yeah, heaps of heart in it. Mm. Heaps of heart. Really liked it. Um, there's a great bit of editing. The segue from him sitting on the gym. Um, yeah. And then it just segues into him sitting in, on the seat that docks. Yeah. Um, and the editing of the sound as well, everything that goes into that, but also the the part, the point of the story, when he's sitting on the, the bit of the docks in the wharf, is that he's lonely because they fucking can't. If they randomly meet other people with CF, yeah, they could both go down and get cross contaminated. Yeah. yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. And you go on to tell, he goes on to tell about the, the how lonely it is and stuff. So yep. that part there, I was like, shit, that's pretty cool. You've tied in editing with the segue with the story. Like you said, um, promise came to you. You need it. You need to hear the song first before you build a film around it. Yeah. With that kind of thing, do you do you sit down with him and, and interview him and then build footage around it, or are you shoot? Is it organic? Do you do both at the same time and then sit down and the editing thing goes? Oh, that that'll be cool with that. Mm-hmm. So How with, does that come about? With Jack, I sit down first and then listen to his story. Yeah. And then do a kind of rough, rough kind of edit. Yeah. And then I know the shots I need to get the B-roll I need to get to kind of... So are you physically sitting down filming him? Yeah. 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 So it's just all ad-lib, it's all rough, and then you and yeah. then you build professional shit around... Yeah, yeah, like, basically. Yeah, B-roll mm. shots and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. a lot of those kind of things depends on what they say. Like if Jack had a just a, a shit story, then mm. I guess I would have thrown it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of... Mm, those things you need to do a little bit of research beforehand, I think. Yeah. Because if there's no story there, then why are we even doing this? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, totally. You make things look pretty, but if there's no substance, there's no story. Can't polish a turd. Yes. As they say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Sorry, guys. I'm do it, man. Do it. Not more. Sending me photos of what she needs from... <laughs> from Woolies. Yes. <laughs> cool. Mm. You happy to keep going for a bit? Yeah, man. Awesome. Because I'm loving this. Um, uh, sorry. I can do this because I can obviously edit it out. Yes. Um, so you said when you were working with the ABC and you started out there, were you using um, Avid? Yep. And then the industry obviously shifted. 
it's more digital stuff. I mean, they yep. might be shooting digital, but so when I started, uh, the cameras were shooting on tape. Wow. Yeah, SP it was called. Yeah. Um, and you're you're not even old. That's so cool that you've got to experience both. <laughs> yeah, both yeah. Worlds. I mean, we were digi- digitally um, editing. Um, non-linear editing systems the Avids which has been industry standard in Hollywood for years um, but I mean the ABC is a massive kind of government uh-huh. corporation and um, once the Avids license came up then they, they obviously go out to tender to see who else can fit out all the ABCs nationwide and um, Grass Valley got the next uh, contract and it was a completely different edit system, like totally backwards to Avid. Right. Um, but I mean, you got to learn that shit, and yeah. as we did. Yeah. But um, in the background, we were still editing on Final Cut Seven. So upstairs, we were doing collectors and stuff. Final Cut Seven was awesome, and that kind of transitioned um, into it's very it's very similar to what Premiere Pro is today, the way the track works and all that kind of stuff. Really. Yeah. So. I think it was 2012, uh, Apple said, look, we're not making this version of Final Cut anymore. We're going to bring out a new version. It's called Final Cut X. Which was iMovie, essentially. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. But it's really good today. I haven't touched it since then. That's what I've been using. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've heard it's really good now. I, yeah. I'm kind of scared to use it because I think I'll, I'll love it. <laughs> but I love Premiere. And I just love I'm using Photoshop and After Effects and everything. So Because it's the Adobe Suite. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I mean, it is killing me. It's like $72 a month now yeah you're basically renting the software which sucks but it stops people from downloading it legally for them so yeah it does I mean I think not that I do it but I think the last version you can actually download is from like 2011 or something oh yeah so yeah. that's when they stopped and switched but yeah yeah so it's kind of funny how technology changes um, the way we work is always going to change yeah mm. yeah so what are you using now Premiere Pro to edit yep yep to edit. yes but I don't just use Premiere, as I said only a few seconds ago. I use, yeah. you know, if I have to do someone's logo or something, or I have to, you know, cut out something for a video, I'll use Photoshop, obviously. Yeah. Um, I use Audition sometimes. Yeah. Not so much these days because Premiere Pro has got some really good audio tools built into it now. Yeah. Um, and what else do I use? After Effects, yeah, for motion graphics. So. Motion graphics, mm. yeah, yeah. I've only just started learning about that. That is a huge fucking world. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's where you get all your... Um, uh, the clip you did for Promise where you got the TV set on the on the ground. Um, <laughs> was that Promise? No, that was a... I think that was a taboo thing. That's right. No, that wasn't, that wasn't digital. Huh? That, that was actually a TV with something plugged into it. Playing a tape? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> it was. Well done. Yeah. If I can avoid doing that shit in post, I will. Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. thing about my stuff. Like, if you just if you look at this scene, right, it looks it, there's a bit of green, there's a there's a bit of orange in the background. Like, there's that nice color, color contrast. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's me literally lighting green, putting orange in these. Yeah. Other people might do it in post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it, that's the path I went down when I first started doing this stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, I can fix it in post. I can get 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 this look in post. Yeah. But it was, I just struggled with that. Like, I'd rather do it practically. That's that's one thing I've always heard um, when I've researched into getting photography. One of the one of the main things I learned from listening to professionals was that do it in production. Yeah. Don't, don't do it, leave it. Don't be lazy mm. and leave it to post. Mm. It'll always look best mm. when you're doing it live. Mm. 
And that's, I think, maybe a lot to do with why this looks so fucking clean and good. You're putting the time in to make it look good at the start. But, I mean, you're going to save time doing it at that stage. Yeah, true. Like, you see tutorials on, on YouTube, like, get the cinematic look mm. in five steps in Premiere. Mm. It's like, you can do it in one step on <laughs> set. <laughs> yeah, just like get that, some cell phone tape that, around. That green is just um, a $6 like gel from B&H that's all it is around around like your mon monitor lights around just a, a light that I've got yeah yeah. just shoot it up to the ceiling and then it bounces the green everywhere yeah. so yeah see this is the kind of shit I want <laughs> to get that's yeah. so good um, like all that so that's obviously gelled and yeah. that I just I just changed my colour balance to look blue yeah. like the lights in there were probably daylight so I just set the camera to 3200 yeah. and it makes it look a bit blue so have you got have you got like lights on tripods all over the place here? Not really. Not really. Like I think ambient light for the blue, and then I've got this little these little accents of red kind yeah, of coming yeah, yeah. in, just keeping off the shoulders and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I think that's actually a reflection of one of the lights in the background. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of stuff. I find a lot of stuff can look cool if it's an accident. Yes, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. A lot of um, a lot of scenes I've shot on for photography of. They've been excellently like pressed the, sh the shutter while I've got the trouble down here and I look and I'm like, what the fuck? That's a great angle. Yeah. Just a total accident. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's being able to go with the flow and let those things happen and look at them rather than being regimented like, no, this is how it is. This is going to sound super wanky, but I think it's a journey. Like, you're never, you're never finished. Mm. Like, you're always learning. Mm. And if you look at where you started to where you are now, like, you're not halfway. No. You're not at the end. No. You've still got still miles to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's why it's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking cool. I mm. like that. Yeah. Um, what, who, did you always want to get into this because you liked movies? Do you liked cinema? Is that... I've always loved movies. Yeah. Always loved movies. Um, I remember when I was growing up and every Saturday night, I was allowed to stay up and watch the Saturday night movie. Right. And back in those days, they had awesome movies yeah, on because <laughs> there wasn't a million things to watch. There wasn't Netflix, there wasn't Stan, you know, no, there wasn't no. all no. this other shit. So yeah. like, it must have been Taz TV or something. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they put awesome movies on. And um, the old man, being the old man, like, used to what, let me and my brother watch, like, R-rated Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah. films and stuff. We were, yeah, like, man. eight years old. The and, shit we yeah. growing up watching. Like, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Um, uh, so the first movie I, I thought man, I really want to kind of make movies is, it was 1993, I think, and I went to see Jurassic Park and I was 10 years old and I was just blown away by Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, if, <laughs> for those that don't know, it's a Steven Spielberg film about dinosaurs. Little known film. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then after that, I used to build like sets out of like styrofoam Get and like fucked. yeah, really like, make fake plants and make the raptor pit and yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Man. So that really captivated. Oh me. yeah, I wanted to be a paleontologist after seeing that. <laughs> like seriously, man, I'd have a little like toolbox yeah. with like chisels, and we'd go to like the tessellated pavements, <laughs> and I'd be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that's when my dad was like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm. Yeah, it's wow. funny, like, 
we're having kids now like I want my kids to I want my kids to like dinosaurs and all mm. that kind of stuff and mm. it's just weird you want them to kind of go the same path as you like yeah I want them to like Star Wars I want them to like all these classic movies that I loved watching when I was a kid so yeah 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 and it's a different world as well now yeah like you yeah. said yeah. yeah um yeah that's that's so cool um <laughs> <laughs> so are you in that your love of, of that creative world of cinema because it is such a fascinatingly amazing world where they are just creating shit out of nothing mm. and then filming it and making captivating people's imagination like, like yeah. they did for you is that somewhere you want to end up or are you happy doing is this what you're doing now a, a stepping stone to getting to cinema and film or are you just you know it's funny when I first started I was like yes I want to go to film school yes I want to learn film and do film and blah 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 um but I I don't know it's kind of like I, I just enjoy what I'm doing now like yep. I kind of like being in control of every kind of facet of the production yeah like I kind of I mean I I enjoy working with others don't get me wrong no no yeah but um you want to be the king yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't really know what to say. No, well, it's... I mean, you can see it. It's its a polished product that you're putting out and you do need to oversee a lot to get that end point. And you're obviously, it is yours. So... But you can do that on a larger scale as well. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and I think doing this is actually building up your um, bows in a fucking ribbon or whatever you want to call it to, to be able to do that. I mean, I think I wouldn't mind getting into doing more high-end budget uh, film clips. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like there's needs to be some, a little bit of tuning in what I do. I'd like to understand some certain things a little bit better, to have the confidence to, be, to walk onto a bigger set yeah. and go, right, I do this, do that, do that, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's still a confidence thing. I think a lot of creatives... Um, Fucking A. Yeah, a 100%. lot of creatives like struggle with confidence. Absolutely. Yeah, like, It's the bane of, I think, all creatives' existence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think we strive for someone to say, fuck, that's amazing. But if someone says, oh, that's a little bit naff, mm. it's like, you know... You... And oftentimes, they don't even need to say that. Yeah. I think creatives' paranoia of, of, of being good, uh, of being bad, is so heavy that mm. come, someone can just not even say anything. They're like, oh, they, they think it's shit. Yeah, because you know I mean? yeah, yeah. they carry so much critique on their own selves. Yeah, yeah. And um, I used to, you know, I used to hate that when I first started. Mm. I can remember when I first started with the ABC and I started shooting, shooting for them, shooting news. Like even if I reframed something, got a clip, I'd go back to the office and delete the clip so no one would see it. <laughs> like just stuff like that. Just creative control over it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. but over time, it's kind of like oh, I don't really give a toss. Like. Yeah. You, you, you should be able to recognise what bits are good and just dismiss all the rest. Yeah. Like, not every frame's going to be good. Not every photo, photograph's going to be good. No, right. Yeah. No, you, need, you need to shoot a thousand to get yeah, yeah. two good ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the worst feeling when I've been shooting a lot for um, Alastair Bett, who... Yeah, he did my wedding. Really? Mm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's a top guy. He's a legend. Absolute yeah. legend. Um, and he's, like, the first uh, sidekick sort of gig I did with him. He's like, yeah, just give me a, a memory card. And I'll just, yeah. like, fucking what? <laughs> You're going to see all the shit yeah, yeah, that I took? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all this close-up of that hot shit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. But, yeah. And, and then it was, like, over time, you're like, hey, 
gives a fuck. He's just gonna flick through them. And, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, the uh, the critiquing world of photographers. Yeah, um, man, that's awesome. I think we've, we've clocked an hour. <laughs> Have we really? No, actually, because we started about seven thirty. So it's half an hour. Um. Mm. What else you got, Grant? A bit more, man. Um, your featurettes, if I can call them that. Um, your Frank, was his name? Frank, um, the guy with cystic fibrosis. Jack. Jack. And your little small business interviews, things like that. I noticed, um, what made you choose not to have someone asking the questions in the clip? Mm. Yeah, because that's, okay. that's a different style of... Or is that just a standard feature procedure? Uh, not really. I just no. think it's a style thing yeah. these days. Like it's, it's like movie trailers. Yeah. Like, years ago, I used to be back in the day. Yeah. You know, that voice. One man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's all like... It's just the actors. Bit of music, yeah. bit of text, and that's it. Yeah. Like, it's just a style thing that... I think it's really dicky and clunky these days. Yeah. So I try and stay away from it. Yeah. Like I, I feel it takes people out of the clip as well so it keeps it minimal and it's just more about the content what's yeah, definitely yeah, I mean yeah. it's their story why is some dickhead yeah. they're asking questions or narrating yeah. something yeah yeah, yeah true <laughs> I just don't like that style yeah I mean if someone if a, some, a corporate identity came to me and said look we want to do this we want this guy to interview I'd, I'd yeah. probably recommend not to yeah. but yeah, it's their thing they yeah, want to yeah, do yeah. it and that's fine it can work in some st- instances like a training video or something yeah I guess you're right because you'd like I think of 60 minutes Mm. where you need or more so it's built on a career of a guy that knows how to get to someone and get those questions out yeah that's kind of different I think think news and current affairs yeah Yeah. but that's more of a place that's right Mm. yeah Yeah. whereas when you're pushing out a product like a person's business Mm. or something they are telling their story yeah 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 so, I mean, news and current affair, it's the reporters reporting. Yeah. So, to not have them in there, it's a bit strange. It's a bit empty. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I've got to stop saying um, The... So, working with ABC, you've got... Uh, you've got some stock images on different stories, I noticed. Yeah. This one here. Do you know this image? Yes. Is that... So... A lot of questions of this. Is that your creative angle? Is that your creative concept? What was that for? So this was for a domestic violence mock-up that we did. Yep. So I was basically... We go to the library. Oh, we don't have any vision of d- domestic violence. Okay, we'll just go out and shoot something for the library. Yeah. And um, I reckon... When did, when did that come out? Oh, it doesn't really say... Um, so yeah, that's actually a clip from a video, a video frame that right. the ABC's just <laughs> basically put up there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of um, working with ABC, if I can ask these sort of questions. Yep. Is that your concept and like um, product that's that's finished or did they say, just go out and grab that? Like, who owns this footage, ABC? Definitely. Because you're working for them and you've shot it on yep. their time. Yep. If it's your creative concept does that matter no No. okay because i'm working for them yeah yeah so i mean in this instance two actors were were hired yeah 
Um, it's funny, I'm actually going to her um, wedding in two weeks. Yeah? Kate, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so basically she ran into the room and shut the, slammed the door and then went on an, on a bum and cried. Yeah. yeah so. As part of this video clip. Yeah. Yeah. And you've dropped down, obviously, with the camera. And yeah. Yeah, it's a different cool. angle. <clears throat> so what I wanted to ask, if it was something that was in your um, ownership, yeah. um, would you use it for stock? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's if I that's if I was had the okay from a client. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that would be in the contract, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So with your with a lot of your own production stuff, there's amazing amazing clips of um, Hobart streets. Like yeah. There's a racked right in with a I guess it's seventy two hundred or something. <coughs> The streets look like they're going like this, like they're yeah. deep and dipping, but they're not at all. They're straight. Yeah. Yeah. You make them look incredible. Um, that sort of stuff. Do you use that as stock? Do you put them on stock websites for? Uh, no. I probably should, but I don't know. I haven't really thought about it or had time to really do that. Yeah, because it takes time to research. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I kind of think who's going to buy this. Well, you'd be surprised, especially now with Tassie becoming a bit more of a place to, to look into. Yeah. I haven't really thought about that. Because mm. mm. they are great and they are little snippets and that is stuff people use, especially news and media. Yeah. No one has the time to go and do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they are ultra stylized though, Grats. I mean, do you really think someone would... Yeah. <clears throat> I think so. Mm. Can they not re-edit it, that though? Oh, well, I suppose they could. Take They're really colours. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I was interested in that because a lot of a lot of photographers make make money from stock mm. and video stock is huge, a lot mm. bigger than photography. Okay, do you have s- stock? No, stock. I didn't get into it because it's you've got to do work for it. Like I know one photographer down here who makes a passive income, a very nice passive income, yeah, right. just from stock photography. Um, but he, luckily enough, did a lot of photography that that went quite well with that work. Mm. So it's very stylized. It's very um, you're shooting specifically for that yeah. sort of thing. So with photography, it's different. Whereas video, I guess, instead of a tripod, shoot a city or have an overshot over of something. Mm. You know, they use it in films. They use it in getaway, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, couple more questions. Yep. Uh, sound clips, music licensing, and production, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, are there sites you go to? that you have always that you go to or um, do you just go free sound <laughs> oh, <mate>. guitar <laughs> yeah. so um, with music like you pay for what you get yeah like you really do yeah. like you can, get, you can get free stuff but it's trash it's trash and, and it changes the, the style of the whole film group <laughs> one thing I'm really really anal about is music yeah. like if I don't get the feeling from music yeah. then I'm kind of lost a little bit yeah so um, music really motivates the way I edit it, it always has it's and a, I always it's a get t- part of your of the, the clips yeah yeah so I mean back when I first started um, I started using premium beat yes which is it was about um, I think it was when I started it was about 50 bucks US per track and that's okay if the clients want to pay for it right but if I was doing um Ball sacks. <coughs> Sorry. They've got a limit on them. Apparently so, yeah. It's done it a few times, but I didn't think it kept doing it. I think it only goes to half an hour, doesn't it, on those? I don't know. Because the ball size get too big. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it split. 
Okay. It was. I remember my seven day. I only did twelve minutes. I think of continuous recording. Yeah, it's something to do with tax. Actually, huh? it's like a European tax. If it goes beyond that twelve minutes, then it's considered a video camera, and they have to get taxed more. That's why they put a limit on it. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, listeners. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Thanks the government yeah. <laughs> for stopping my fucking podcast. Uh, um, do we have to go back and? <laughs> we do. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So premium beat. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was about 50 bucks US, yeah. which is about 70 roughly. Um, and it was pretty good. It's a little bit dicky, uh, but I've always loved the music bed. And the music bed has wicked artists, like wicked tracks, but you pay a bit more for it. It's like yeah. 200 bucks. Per? Per, per song. Per song, yeah, per track. Yeah. Fuck, bro, that's expensive. Yeah, but I mean, I only use that like very, very rarely, like when I, you know, when I want to do something really cool or the client's got budget. But I mean, you can only use that track once. Yeah. You're not going to punch that across all your production. But I mean, I don't think I would would use it more than once. No. Like, I'm kind of like a chick with an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like, or a guy with an outfit. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I'm only going to wear it once out on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. So you want it to be fucking good. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to pay money for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. I love um, that analogy. Yeah. That's great. Um, but these days, you can subscribe to uh, music... Um, websites yeah um, so artlist.io is what I use all the time now I think it's 200 uh, US a year yeah unlimited yeah right unlimited music and yeah. the content is good yeah it's pretty good it's yeah. not as good as music bed there's not as much variety as premium beat but it's good and you have to do a little bit more digging yeah to find really what you want yeah but it's good yeah really good okay yeah, I think the music bed is doing subscription stuff now too, so I have to look into that. Mm. Seems like a lot of things are going subscription based now. Yeah, and yeah. the same thing with sound effects. I mean, I have a pretty good sound effects library, which I have no idea where it came from. I think it's like old BBC stuff from, I don't know, from the ABC. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I you've mean, got it like, in your possession? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dog bark. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. You'll find something in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but a lot of um, is, I mean, a lot of sound effects are like creating on set as well. Yeah. Like um, I shot yesterday with Promise. We we're in a field, like a massive grass field, and he's, he got his hands going across the the grass, and I just filmed that. You know, listen to it. With an actual field mic? No, just with a mic on camera. Yeah. Like it's a, a pretty good mic. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just chuck that in the library of stock stuff yeah. to use. Yeah. yeah. So is that is that something you're working on that you're excited about now that you've, you're late working on lately? Definitely, yeah. Like we shot some stuff yesterday. Um, it was actually got out. Of, actually, I probably shouldn't say this. I'll tell you. But you can cut it out. Yeah. We went to the tip shop. I've got some frames here. We went to the tip shop and got a um, like I wanted to burn something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted a rocking horse to burn, and we found one. So, and we found a little teddy bear as well. Unreal. Yeah, so that's basically the last frame. That's fucking <laughs> sick, man. But, man, like, when we lit on fire, it fucking was going out of control. <laughs> and Promise was like, man, I'm too close. I was like, just just get the shot. <laughs> it's off for the shot. Yeah, yeah. And we only had a little Coke bottle. And, like, after we got the shot, we were running down to the to the Derwent. And I was sleeping over and trying to get water. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it was awesome. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. And have you been out to here? Yeah. Gasp. I love yeah. that place. Yeah. Like we went out there and there's some other people shooting. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's the field. So that's the kind of the sound. You can just just seeing the shot, you can you can picture what what sounds gonna make. Man, that that looks beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. So clean. Yeah, so that was a Bridgewater. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jumped a fence. Yeah? Yeah. Gorilla, do what, do what you got to do, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. So I could have got shot yesterday and burnt to life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, I'm, that's great. I'm really happy with all that. Cool. Um, Can we use that bit? Yeah, yeah, if you want. I don't think there's anything. No, nah, I don't think so. No. Maybe just... I'll just say something like... I'll just say something like... Um, yeah, after we got the fire put out... We just had to clean up all the ashes and yeah. take it away and leave yeah. no footprints. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Is there cool. anything I want to add? <laughs> yeah, have a thing. Uh, like, there's no rush. I was going to say something before. What are we talking about? Um, <clears throat> what fuck? We talked about a lot of shit. I think. Um, well, do you want to talk about like how you get your name out there? Yeah, in a, such a saturated market. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Do you want me to just go? (laughs) What about getting your name out there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. What about getting your name out there in such a saturated market nowadays? I think um, if you kind of treat your business as a brand, like, and you got all all corners polished from the outside, people look at look at it and go, "Oh, he's got a nice logo. Oh, he's got a nice website." You know, I think that helps a lot. It helps. Oh, yeah. he's on social a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's got X amount of followers. You but know. none of that matters if your content is. <clears throat> no, no, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's it's kind of like that outside yeah. vanity bullshit yeah, thing. Yeah. And um, and then they dig deeper and they go, "Fuck, his stuff's really good." Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hire him. You need that polished front end for yeah, them yeah. to come into. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, what you're offering. <clears throat> what I see with a lot of guys and girls who try and get into this industry is you know just say his name's John Smith Mm. he calls his business John Smith Productions Mm. right yeah (laughs) and his logo is JSP yeah (laughs) you know I think there needs a bit more thought because that first instant like it tells someone how creative you are yeah like yeah that's right and what ideas you've got yeah you know yeah so yeah, I think that it, that's I, that's it, a good point. Yeah. I think it makes a difference when if you're trying to get clients, if you look polished, even if you like fake it till you make it. I've always yeah. said that. Yeah. Like I've worked with um, ACs in Melbourne, and um, they're like, "Oh, where's your studio?" And I'm like, "Is that does that look does it look like I've got a studio?" And I'm like, "No, I'm in my garage, man." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, right. I remember make it you make it, one, one photographer said to me, um, if you think you're ready to have a studio to do portraits or whatever or do any of your work in, wait another year. Yeah. And if you really want that studio, just wait another year mm. and just keep doing that because you don't, you'll find you really don't need it. Yeah, I don't think you do. Yeah. I mean, I'd love one. Yeah. If I was turning over enough revenue yeah. to, to afford one. Yeah. Until you mean, get to the top. Then yeah, 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 yeah. Just definitely. keep keep hustling, keep pushing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but a space like this is awesome, man. Like, just yeah. to chill and... Yeah, just to get shit done. Because mm. yeah. um, having two kids under three, it's, like, impossible mm. for me to do work. I think I told you that before. Yeah. Like, just sitting in my, in my garage now. 
which I actually like. Yeah. Um, you know, sit down for an edit, and editing's like a dance, like it's a routine. If you get interrupted, yeah, like imagine broken. going to the ballet and then yeah. sh- shouting out, "Hey!" <laughs> and then, then she's you know, just mid. come and clean the yeah. shit up. <laughs> like you're gonna break your concentration, you're gonna break your rhythm, you're yeah. gonna break the dance. Yeah, yeah. And um, that happens way too much at home. Like, yeah, you really need a quiet space to clear your head and focus. Yeah, and yeah. focus yeah. and get into that zone. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I find that with photography, you're shooting. You need half an hour to an hour to get into the zone of that creative world. Mm. It takes time to develop into that. Yeah, mm. it's true. Yeah. Mm. I think um, another a little tip. Yeah. So when I first started, like doing these bigger productions, uh, like um, I mean the promises stuff and bigger budget corporate stuff, I would always um, storyboard my ideas, like even shots that I've got in my head, write it down because you, you might rock up to set. Th- everything's happening that's right yeah and like you'll forget yeah you think you, you won't but you will if you you've got a list and literally mark it off yeah one thing i'm finding i'm not pre- prepping as much as i would like to anymore right and another thing i'm not doing because of time is research i used to sit on vimeo and watch everyone else's productions around the world like just to soak it all in soak it all in yeah. get ideas yeah. um uh, get motivation yeah, yeah inspiration and I find um, that I'm just not doing that anymore. But I need to get back to that. It's yeah. like it's almost like research. Like what 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 are current styles? Hundred like, percent. Yeah. What's yeah. everyone doing now? Yeah. It's it's important as well to keep. Yeah, not so much to keep up with the trends, but yeah. Yeah. Keep a, an inspiration from an outside point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing with gear, like when I first started, I was like, I need this camera. I need this mm. lens. But I mean. A, a better lens isn't going to make you a better filmmaker. No. Same as a better lens is going to make you a better photographer. No. Everyone thinks that, especially I mean, younger people. Well, it's marketed to them like that. Yeah. yeah. Gas, gear, yeah. gear acquisition syndrome. Yeah. It's it's a thing. Gas, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it's so affordable these days um, to get awesome stuff. Yeah. But you don't need awesome stuff. No. Like, yeah. yeah. Is that what you found starting out? Like, you're obviously using ABC's gear, but going out on your own. You were uh, just like you I said, mean, you got the let's just get it clear. I was never using the ABC stuff. I was shooting my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got the 7D, that's when I really started to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll never forget when I got the 7D. It came from Harvey Norman in a kit lens. Yeah, so fantastic. Kids. No. <laughs> you don't need the gear, but don't use the lenses. <laughs> And it was a 55 to 250 or something like that. Yeah, Like, ridiculous. Jesus, like, just on the a, whole scope. On an APS-C sensor. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I could see the moon landing, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the next day, I took it back to Harvey Norman. I said, is there anything different? I didn't even know what to ask for. And they gave me a 35 mil prime. Yeah. And that's probably the best lens to learn on. Like, yeah, because you're, you're focused. You're, you're limited in what you can shoot. Yeah, there's some directors that only use one focal length or two focal lengths yeah. to yeah. tell a whole film yeah so I think the 35 mil on an APS-C sensor is perfect way to start yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cool yeah good advice yeah yeah cool you got enough hard drive space <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck yeah man that was fun cool I think um, I've yeah hit an end and I'm keep anchoring back to this awesome man yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks, bro. Thanks for no coming on. It was Cheers a pleasure. Cheers. 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 Um.